Star Wars, give me those Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, don't have that Hello and welcome to a special episode of Give Me Those Star Wars, the official Star Wars show of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. I'm Ryan Daly, and as I said, this is a special episode. It's going to be shorter, hastily put together reaction episode. What are we reacting to? Why, this morning, Lucasfilm released the teaser trailer for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, the first standalone film set in the galaxy far, far away. My guest today is a man known for reacting to things, Mr. Andy Kapelish. How are you, Andy? Super good. Ryan, those Star Wars, give them to me. (laughs) (laughs) Can do, will do. Uh, so first things first for all the listeners, spoiler warning, we are going to be talking about and describing elements of the teaser trailer for Rogue One. If you are listening to this episode and you have not yet watched the teaser for the movie, go watch it. I'll have a link to the video on YouTube in the show notes for this episode. Check it out and come back to us in about two minutes. Otherwise, if you do not want to watch the trailer, I can't imagine you'll want to listen to this episode, so... Goodbye, I guess. Uh, Okay, if you're still here or if you have come back, awesome. What do we know about Rogue One, a Star Wars story? The only bit of plot that we really know for sure is that the film is set shortly before the events of the original Star Wars A New Hope. The first Death Star is still being built and it's near completion. Rogue One is the story of the rebel agents who steal the plans for the Death Star that eventually, somehow, get passed on to Princess Leia and R2-D2. From the look of the teaser, our protagonist, the young rebel tasked with stealing the Death Star plans, is a woman named Jin Erso, played by Felicity Jones. The film also stars Mads Mikkelsen, Forrest Whitaker, Alan Tudyk, Donnie Yen, Diego Luna, and Ben Mendelsohn, all in as-yet-unnamed roles. And the movie is directed by Gareth Edwards, who directed Godzilla back in 2014. That is all we know. The rest is speculation. So, Andy, let's get to it. What are your overall first impressions of the teaser trailer? I am so excited for this film. Just the way that it looks, it looks uh, very gritty and sort of, but not in a bad way, in a in a really sort of uh, unpolished way. It looks very, everything looks like, you know, that sort of the dire straits uh, from the Rebel series have improved a little bit, but it's got that, that grit and that tinge we're used to in the, the original Star Wars films. So I, I think it looks totally in line with the originals, but in a much smaller, more focused scope. I agree, and I'm going to say, I, I had very little expectations for this movie. I assumed it would be good, but I wasn't excited for this one the way I was for The Force Awakens. And leading into that, I just I felt like we had our time with the original trilogy, and I was ready to move on, especially after The Force Awakens came out. I loved the look of the new Stormtroopers. I loved the look of the new X-Wings, the new, the new world, all the new characters. I was ready to just get up and go. And when I heard that, okay, we're going back now to before the original Star Wars, we're going back to prequels, I, it felt like we were backtracking, like we were just going back to something that I was ready to move beyond. That's how I felt. And then this trailer begins, 
And the first thing I see is the classic rebel trooper with the vest and the helmets and the cargo pants and everything. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I missed that look. I missed that costume. I missed the classic stormtroopers, the classic Star Destroyers. So much about this, the look of this thing just says, yes, I'm ready for this. And again, like after... After The Force Awakens came out, I think a lot of people were really pumped for J.J. Abrams, and they were a little bit nervous that J.J. Abrams wasn't going to be directing the rest of the movies. Uh, they kind of want what they're familiar with. They want that that vision. This one tells me we don't need J.J. Abrams behind the camera of every movie. You know, this one has its own distinct look. It doesn't look like his movie, but it still looks good. Uh, it's got that militarized feel. It definitely it looks like a war movie or a disaster movie, similar to what Gareth Edwards did with Godzilla. It feels right. I mean, yeah, it, it was just there was nothing I could complain about. And also something that I like too is the fact that, and I know that there's all the Star Wars hubbub about you know the prequels and the the other stuff, but I mean this is presenting a prequel if you will mm-hmm. um that isn't regarding it's maybe it can fit in because it's not the legacy of young obi-wan kenobi or you know how anakin the fall of anakin or, or whatever mm-hmm. but it's it's a star wars movie set before the star wars that we know right. but it's got the grit and the weight and the feel of a modern movie but also a classic movie um and it very much feels everything about this movie feels star wars and we're seeing the, the the things that they've done are very half measures between they've done a great job timeline wise sort of, sort of sussing out what the imperials how the imperials came to look from the clone troopers mm-hmm. god a uh, shudder <laughs> to the to the uh, actually they're not they're not terribly designed but that that movie's crap but anyways the look of the clone troopers to the look of the stormtroopers and we see when you see the black uh, suited stormtrooper with this sort of bisected uh, front helmet yep, yep, that's yep. got sort of the I was like you know that's really interesting it, it looks like a, a developmental phase in between what we've seen and what we've seen later you know it's it's right in the middle there and I was like I'm in man like I like when I saw that teaser yesterday I was like this looks amazing mm-hmm. like also um just real quick what's the deal with the weird like uh, sort of like tropical trees? Like, I thought this movie was supposed to be set on Yavin, but I'm guessing we're going to see multiple? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking, Yeah, I think we're going to be in several distinct locations. Okay. Yeah, it was, I was a little bit confused about that, because, like, it looks a little bit, like, uh, deciduous or, or temperate or what, I'm, I'm terrible at science, but the, uh, I'm much more a bigger fan of the fiction and the fantasy. But the, uh... Well, they're the, definitely, the, the, the rebel base is the base on Yavin. Like, we okay, get that okay. clearly established. But I think a lot of their mission... I mean, the the battles, the fights and everything with the Imperials can't be taking place on that planet because the Imperials didn't know that that base existed in Star Wars. Right. So we've got to be jumping to some other different planets. But yeah, it definitely looks like there's a major battle on a beach somewhere near water, like, but with palm trees around. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that looks cool. Like, yeah. okay, so character-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So we we know that we've gotten a few guys... Um, the sort of main dreadlock sort of Asian style gentleman. He's got sort of uh, dreadlocks, armor. That guy, when he was running, I was like, what? Like, what's this guy's story? And then we see the other uh, sort of uh, the elder samurai gentleman mm-hmm. come out with the uh, sort of laser uh, vibro hum staff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, 
what's going on here. And then and then he just starts messing up all those stormtroopers. And so, I was like, yes. So, <laughs> so that guy, Donnie Yen, I think yes. there's there one picture of him somewhere that made it look like he might be blind. So I, I think I'm pretty he's, sure that he is in the in the in the teaser. So I think uh, he's like a Zatoichi blind samurai character. Yes, which will be we're awesome. getting we're getting those influences though that were sort of ignored in some of the other movies. Mm-hmm. But you know, George Lucas that was one of his main inspirations was like the Hidden Fortress and things right, like right. that. And so we're getting those samurai those those more more Hidden Fortress type things you know I, part of me kind of hopes that he is force sensitive not a jedi but uh-huh. i would like to see that if he has the force but he's just sort of mastered a different alternative discipline with it if not and he's just a badass fighter like hand-to-hand combatant despite the fact that he's blind like a zatoichi type i'll be fine with that too but i think it would be cool and unique to see that there were still people during this time period who had the force, but just didn't train as Jedi because that wasn't an available avenue anymore. Right. Yeah. That's uh, sort of like the, uh, I don't know if you've ever played any of the star Wars role-playing games, mm-hmm. but in the, uh, the wizards of the coast version, the D 20 version, um, they had a, a character class called force adept. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing that's what he is, um, is some sort of force adept that has some sort of force abilities. I mean, if not cool, more power to him. I think that, you know, uh, that'll be some cool representation either way for, um, you know, uh, visually impaired people. But I think that it's just he just looks like a badass and he's he's got the skills, man. And it is, I mean, like every every person that I've seen in this film, just the costumes, the designs, everything like it looks different, but it looks Star Wars. Every single thing looks Star Wars, man. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker, when I heard he was going to be in the movie, I just assumed stately rebellion general kind of just like a leader advisor figure nope that's not what he is he i don't know if he's a bounty hunter or a mercenary but he's got like this cool armored outfit it looks cool he looks he's i mean it's forrest whitaker so you know he's gonna be intense uh force dog no i mean like he's <laughs> he is the his, uh, ghost dog's an amazing movie but it's like he, forrest whitaker is an amazing actor like he's just a he's just a great and like I was like, yeah, I, I thought that he was going to be either some sort of, you know, uh, like like Jedi holdout or some sort of like rebellion general or something. And uh, no, man, not at all. He's an enigma and I want to know more because that armor is badass. Right. Ben Mendelsohn is our Imperial officer. He's wearing an all white uniform, which in the expanded universe was the universe of an Imperial Grand Admiral. We really associate that title with Grand Admiral Thrawn from the books, who was a military tactical genius. Uh, Obviously, Mendelssohn is not playing Thrawn because Thrawn was non-human. I mean, we don't see him doing much other than standing there looking cool and then wading through water full of dead stormtroopers. His dry cleaning bill is going to be through the (laughs) roof this month. No, man. uh, Yeah, I saw it. I noticed the Thrawn costume and I was like, oh, man, where is he going to get that little like otter thing that hung out with Thrawn? (laughs) You know, came with the action figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, uh, that that character. And also, like, I'm a big fan of capes. Like, I like capes. I think they look cool on costumes. I'm a DC guy, so capes are my thing. But you don't see that. You don't see a lot of the capes. Like, you know, it's like reserved for Vader or Phasma or somebody. But, like, when you give somebody a cape in Star Wars, that's kind of like saying, like, hey, this person has decorum. This person has uh, power. This person has, 
is is set apart from even Boba Fett. This person is set apart mm-hmm. from the standard mold, set apart from the standard set. So I am I am so interested to see like what goes on. And oh, that didn't look like it was a wall, man. That's going to get real hot if it goes to any desert planets. Well, speaking of capes, we got one other shot, which is somebody in black kneeling down, and there are Imperial Royal Guards flanking him. I don't know if that's the Emperor. It didn't really look like Darth Vader, although everybody in the world believes that Darth Vader will, in fact, be in this one. And I believe he will be, and I think they're saving that reveal for the first for the official trailer. That'll be like when Spider-Man popped up at the end of the trailer for Civil War. They're mm-hmm. gonna have Darth Vader pop up in the trailer for uh, for this one when it actually gives like the story trailer in a couple of months. But somebody in a black cloak, kind of like kneeling down, and there were royal guards there. Maybe we'll see the Emperor in this one too. That would. Be- um, I mean, it's it's possible. I heard rumors that they were gonna do a little bit of Tarkin. Uh, I heard that actually Tarkin was guy. I heard I heard rumor that Tarkin was going to be the the main bad guy. Um, in this film, which I mean, I I don't necessarily think so because we've seen the sort of uh, uh, Thrawn esque gentleman. Yeah. Um, so I think that he's probably going to be somebody who is uh, that figure. Um, but you know, with the uh, with the, I don't know if you're too up on the uh, sort of expanded canon, the comics and the rebels and all the other stuff. Yep. That could be a knight brother or a knight sister or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, One of the inquisitors. Well, they've got like the inquisitors, and then they've got the is is like the knight thing separate. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. I don't remember. I haven't. I I haven't seen enough of of Rebel season two to know how they clearly delineated those, but. Yeah. Anyways, well, but yeah, so we know that there's other stuff going on, mm-hmm. so we could, you know, perhaps see what one of those, uh, you know, who that person is. But, you know, uh, also it's been established over and over again in the Legends canon that, you know, there's always two, but those two people are constantly trying to recruit other people in case, like, they get, you know, backstabbed or whatever. So it could be, you know, we might see like a sort of, uh, what a... Uh, is it Galen Merrick or the Star Killer? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From from the uh, from that, or you know, maybe we'll see uh, um, uh, you know something along those lines where there's you know uh, some other some other sort of backup plan that Vader's putting together because uh, in the comics, uh, which are pretty phenomenal, the uh, the Vader character is always kind of making sure that his back is covered as far as plans go. So, but I'm, I'm excited to see, I'm, I'm down for whatever they, you know, they obviously this, this, this trailer won me over, man. All right. Then really quick before we go, favorite beats, favorite moments from the trailer. What do you think? Okay. Well, obviously the, the full on assault ground assault by Mostly, I mean, small armed troops going up against several AT-AT walkers, the AT-ATs. That's such a Oh, man. That looks so oh, cool. I, uh, I, I did some screenshots, and I've been using them for my cover photo on Facebook. Uh-huh. And, like, but, like, there's that just, just, the just, oh, man, what's going on in that scene? Mm. What would cause them, what desperate measure would they have to do to go up against an, an, an AT-AT? With you know weapons that aren't going to hurt it, this is this is phenomenal. That's the best shot, uh, in my opinion, of the trailer. That is the thing that sells it the most. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan of the uh, sort of Zatuichi fight, the blind the blind okay. samurai. Um, and then uh, if I had to uh, narrow it down to one or one or two more, um, definitely whatever's going on with Forrest Whitaker. 
got me hooked. Who is that guy? What is he doing? And uh, then probably the shot of the uh, guy wading through the uh, the dead stormtroopers. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, uh, uh, so what what is his deal? What what are these people's deals? <laughs> <laughs> Those are all good. Uh, I will add that the very final shot of Felicity Jones when she's dressed like a TIE fighter pilot. Oh, really yeah. cool. I'm assuming she has to go undercover. I don't think she's going to actually turn to the Empire. I'm assuming she's just going undercover, but I could be wrong. But not just her outfit in that shot, but the hallway with the way it's lit up looks like the tunnel in Cloud City. Uh, oh. Towards the end of Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker goes through a tunnel like that before he faces Darth Vader at the end. Um, and just... Yeah, I I don't know if we're meant to be in the same location. I kind of doubt it, but maybe just like something about that look and her dressed as a Tie Fighter pilot. Maybe she has to like go through an airlock to get into the Death Star or to get into a ship, and she's like going you know extra vehicular. I don't know what it is, but that shot. I was just I am so excited for this. So everything about this, like again. I didn't have any expectations. I thought the movie would be fine, but I couldn't get excited for it. Now I am really excited for it. The The trailer did its job. And I'm just going to say this because I did get a weird sort of Hunger Games vibe from the teaser. And I don't mean that as a knock. I'm not criticizing that or I'm not criticizing either of them. I'm just saying it seems like we've got a protagonist who is an independent young woman who dresses in gray tones, who is going to be used by a resistance or an underground movement to help overthrow the oppressive governmental regime. But... The Hunger Games are over, and it feels like they're saying, hey, if you liked those movies, this is going to be in the same vein. It's going to feel the same way. Whereas The Force Awakens, you know, yeah, Rey was our main character, but she was really kind of hidden in the marketing. They really downplayed, mm-hmm. they didn't let you know that it was her adventure that we were going on in the trailers. That wasn't something you realized until halfway through the movie. Now it's like they're being front and center. Yeah, we, if you loved Katniss and, and Jennifer Lawrence's character in The Hunger Games, follow us along on this journey. And I think that's probably a good idea. So, cause, yeah, cause, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree with you. And if I can get it on a little soapbox here, Please. which, I mean, uh, listen, if you're upset about the inclusion of female characters or people of color uh, in, in the Star Wars movies, Please, 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 either A, keep it to yourself because that's embarrassing for you, or uh, uh, maybe read a few books, talk to some people, get enlightened. Because this is 2016, and as much as I love the original films, they're not as inclusive as as they could have been or should have been. But I I absolutely adore that Disney is taking this, this time to say, you know what, Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars is for guys that are like us who are, you know, sort of, you know, uh, 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 you know, Caucasian, you know, guys, uh, what, you know, who are, you know, sort of the, the, the pandered, uh, or not pandered, but things have been marketed to us for a long time, but Star Wars White is men for, have had it good for a while. Uh, we've, we've had it pretty good for a long time anyways, but the, the, the Star Wars is for everybody. It, it crosses all lines. There's there's no gender, there's no race, there's no religion that isn't touched by Star Wars, and it needs to be represented on screen like that. And I saw one person uh, on my timeline uh, in a group that was complaining about it, and I was just like, 
what are, what are you doing? This movie looks amazing, and you're going to complain about it because the the main character is a woman. I was like, oh, oh. Anyways, another great thing about this is it literally after the 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 trench fights and the 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 battles over Batman versus Superman. It is so glad. I'm so glad to have my friends back because (laughs) I was, I was fighting on some weird sides and I'm glad that we've all come back together. We're all a tight knit community again. And we're able to say, okay, regardless of what you thought of Batman versus Superman, here is something that we can all appreciate and enjoy. And there's no controversy here. Uh, if you're if you're if you're a good person, who's not an idiot. So yeah, I'm going to choose to treat Batman v Superman. Like, Somebody spiked the punch, and everybody said a lot of emotional things that they don't that they regret. And it's just like you know, what? it's the next day. Let's just forget about it. Just assume that we all regret what we said and did, and let's move the, on. The, the red kryptonite has has left the atmosphere, and we're we're now able to kind of uh, well, you know, we're able to look down at our shoes and say sorry, and we can come back together and uh, and 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 celebrate Star Wars. But man, this movie looks phenomenal. There's not a single thing in this trailer that doesn't look awesome. Um, and just real quick. Uh, my wife, whose favorite parts of Star Wars are droids and Muppets, which is uh, amazing. You know, I, I I chose very well, or she chose me very well. But uh, we're we're big we're big Ewok people and and droid people. And uh, um, but like she was like, oh look at how many droids there are. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? And then when I rewatched, I was like, oh holy crap, there's R five D four or you know an R five unit. There's a gonk droid. There's and- a gonk droid. <laughs> There's a gong droid, and also there's a, uh, that, like, uh, whatever uh, sort of uh, protocol droid is running behind him in that one mm-hmm. shot when they're trying to escape yeah. uh, from something, and it's, like, the all-black droid, and I was like, is that an Imperial droid? But my I... wife, like, just, like, like the Terminator just scopes out all these, like, robots, and I had to watch it, like, four more times before I got him, and I didn't even see the gong droid. I so... think the big droid that's shown with Felicity Jones in a couple of the shots, I uh-huh. think that is... Alan Tudyk's character. I'm pretty sure the guy from Serenity and Firefly, I think he's uh-huh, mo-capping yeah. a droid. Um, and Green Arrow in the Injustice series and several <laughs> other DC, DC straight-to-video uh, yeah. cartoons. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, so, that looks awesome. Anyway, yeah, so really cool. Say, I, I agree. The teaser looks great. It's got me excited. Uh, thank you for joining me for this very short micro episode and sharing your impressions. I'm glad. Oh that we yeah. Anytime this dude. I am so stoked for this movie. Yeah. Sorry to talk over you. So, no, and, <laughs> and, and you will be back on a future episode of give me those star Wars. Uh, and for those of you listening, I'm assuming you've seen the trailer, leave a comment on the website or on the Facebook page. Tell us what you think. Are you excited for this? Are there things that we didn't talk about that you noticed or are you the kind of person who hates women and doesn't want to see them in movies? Let us know that too. <laughs> so, oh, anyway, Andy, the internet's a terrible for, place. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, and may the force be with you. What will you do when they catch you? What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight. Give Me Those Star Wars is a proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Feedback for this podcast can be left at fireandwaterpodcast.com or the Facebook page for Give Me Those Star Wars. 
You can also find me on Twitter at RyanDaily01, or you can send an email to rdailypodcast at gmail.com. Part of the theme music for this podcast is performed by the Evil Genius Orchestra from their album Star Wars Cocktails in the Cantina, available for purchase on iTunes and at Amazon Music. That and all other music, audio clips, or quoted text are used for entertainment purposes and believed covered under fair use. Give Me Those Star Wars is not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm, and I make no money from this podcast, so no copyright infringement is intended. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.